0: Good evening. Tonight I would like to speak briefly about a few aspects of this formal Zen practice. And most of this talk uh, has evolved from a discussion that followed the last Isishin, to which the Vice Abbess. Shuko and I went. And the aspect of the formal practice I would like to speak about tonight is the form and the rules. Well, here we go. There's that word, rule. It seems often at Daishishin or when we come here, that there are certain rules we are supposed to follow and in the very strict formal setup of a daiseshin these rules are enforced by the Jigijitsu staff, they are enforced by the Tensu in the dining hall directing the handaikan, the servers what to do or when they are not following the preset protocol the same way the jikijitsu staff in the Zendo context corrects people. The word rule and correction seemed to go hand in hand. And uh, I remember that often there were complaints from older monks that, well, You don't make enough corrections, and and, uh, what our discussion was about is that, of course, it's not about the rules. But it became also obvious that there is a very apparent lack Of understanding in a wide portion of the ordained Sangha as well of the Sangha in general why these rules are in place and what the intention is. So what I would like you to start to see is not the rule but the intention that stands behind. So, it goes back to the teaching that I have spoken about in the past that I received from my first Zen teacher, Genro. And he had three points that he always stressed. Number one, don't leave traces. Number two, don't waste anything. And number three was create harmony where there is disharmony and maintain harmony where harmony is manifest. But even these three things can be further reduced to the very very basic intention of formal Zen practice. We have to ask ourselves why, what is the intention that we wear the same robes when we go to Sushin? Why is it that we all get up at the same time? Why is it that we all go to the same meal at the same time? We eat the same food. We get up from the tan when there is the clap, we sit down when there is a strike of the bell, and we don't move. We be very, very quiet during the zazen period. We chant together the same words. Why all of that? The first thought may be that this is just spiritual boot camp. to a certain degree, there is some truth to it. It is boot camp in the sense that your ego is sent to boot camp. Because many of these setups are there to make your ego brush against it, to create the friction so you can actually identify and learn about it. And, of course, the ultimate goal is to transcend. That we give in to every little thing that this I Himself tells us to do. Not moving is not unconditionally affirming the urge that this I self creates over time to move. When there's an itch, not to unconditionally raise one's hand and scratch it. This is a manifestation of not unconditionally affirming the other portions of the practice that don't have to do with giving up one's own perceived free will one's own being different one's own constant self-affirmation is action that actively brings together subject and object, that brings together the group. Gasho, palms to palm, bringing together the left and the right, and completely becoming one at that moment, not just as the individual, with the action, but as a group, since we all do it at the same time, and we bow at the same time, we walk in step, and all of that is to broaden, to widen the understanding of what the Self is, and to experience that. Because in the end, when you go and you see the Zen master in Sun Zen, after manifesting zero, after manifesting no-self, the koan that Roshi might ask you is, how do you recognize everything? How do you recognize flower? How do you recognize mountain? And of course, the intellectual or the wordy answer would be, this is myself. By letting that I am self fall away, by offering the opportunities for that I-Am-Self to be noticed and to really truly experience what its limits are. By doing that in the formal practice, we get closer and closer to the point that we can actually transcend those limits and manifest true self, true self that does not leave anything out, that embraces everything. And the formal practice with its, now in quotes, rules is just meant to do that. So we don't scrape our bowl with the spoon, not because there's a rule that says, don't scrape your bowl with your spoon. Well, and if you can do it quietly that nobody hears it, it's perfectly OK. The intention behind that rule or a correction like that would be, Don't draw any unnecessary attention to that I am self. Let it fall away. And of course, meals. Meals are a place where we go and we fulfill the needs of a self. We eat. We require nutrition. We require food. Which makes it the more important at the formal meal to fully understand and try to manifest that not being unconditionally attached to the I-Am-Self. Corrections. are meant to remind us of that. But when the one making the correction doesn't have the right understanding, when the one hearing the correction doesn't have the right understanding, it only turns into a two-dimensional flat process that is not of benefit to either. So let's always keep that in mind when we practice here together. That formal practice is meant to manifest the activity of shrinking, of becoming less. Through sitting we try to manifest smaller, 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 smaller. Less I am, less I am, less I am, until the I am completely disappears. And ultimately that will enable us to, when we get up, follow the activity of bigger, 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 until the ultimate expansion has been reached and while we sit and when this I am self disappears we can experience that activity in our breathing going from the ultimately large to the ultimately small back to the ultimately large back and forth without will and desire, without the need of the manifestation of that limited I-Am-Self. So let's keep that always in mind as the true intention for any rule, for any formality we have when we practice together. And if we do that, there will be no doubt, no fear, no hesitation to give ourselves fully to the manifestation of that in the very moment that happens.